Hello and welcome to Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I promise not to play with anything else okay. while we're recording. I was, I was playing with something as we started recording. And the look, Riley just shot me. like Right next to the mic. Like, little, what are you doing? Little plastic, plastic jingly things. Just providing I'm some sorry. sound effects. I like that. This is some background. I'm trying. Yeah. I need a fidget spinner. I'm trying not to pick my cuticles, and this, and I just pick things up and play with them. That's fair. <laughs> so, how are we feeling? Well, I feel like it's Christmas. Everybody excited. I do. I am. Yeah, except I have to say, <laughs> I, well, it's, it's it's Christmas, but like instead of Santa Claus, like bringing you presents he like removes like a rabid raccoon from your bed mm-hmm. <laughs> he takes the coal away yes <laughs> everything good but he got rid of something real bad uh although he said he's going to be back in some form but so what form will he take <laughs> I don't know. I saw. I don't want to. I don't. I'll give credit where credit's due because I did not write this joke. But I saw John Hodgman tweet, uh, "Choose your form from Ghostbuster. <laughs> Choose your form." Oh God. So I assume, as the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, I assume or uh, Slimer. Well, yeah. Have you seen Ghostbusters? Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to of all the ghosts. That seems like a good one. That would fit. That, that is a good one. A Slimer does fit, actually. That fits pretty well. Because there are many scenes of, of Slimer, like, eating fast food, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, all the McDonald's. But yeah. I, I actually think in the uh, the limited display of empathy that Slimer has in the movie Ghostbusters is actually more mm-hmm. than we saw from Donald Trump in four years Too of much. presidency. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> unfair to Slimer. <laughs> There, there is no Trump, only Zool moving <laughs> forward. Uh, and then he left to uh, YMCA. That, oh. He can't, does he know? He can't. Mm. Anyway. I don't know. <laughs> does, he, does he just hear that first young man, there's no need to feel down and think, oh, thanks. Thanks, guys. <laughs> It is. What is that? <laughs> is he trying? Is he trying to reclaim it from uh, from the gays? Does he know it was made for the gays? <laughs> I don't. I don't think he knows much of anything, except that he'll be back in some form. Well, please don't start another political party. Please don't. Please don't. No. No, stop. Definitely Come back. Don't want that. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, anyway, so I assume the house is being thoroughly cleansed. <laughs> Somebody has sent in the mm-hmm. exorcist. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They did have to send in the Ghostbusters. Yes, he's <laughs> currently in there right now. That's what all, all I could think of. I've been looking half the morning for a gif of the scene in Practical Magic where they're sweeping out mm-hmm. the remnants of, you know, the evil spirit at the end. And I just, for some reason, nobody uh, wanted to make that gif, I guess. Mike Pence's phantom is still hanging around somewhere. And they're like, <laughs> I wasn't as bad as him right on that very last day. <laughs> Give me a job. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think that's I think that's t- totally what uh, Mitch McConnell's trying to pull there at the end. Like, that too, yeah. I knew it all along. I was on the right side of this one from the beginning. I was just, I, it was a spy thing. It was a, I was a spy on the inside. Definitely. Wanted to make him feel comfortable enough to reveal himself for four years. So that on I... literally the last day of his presidency, I would say anything. <laughs> I think he actually might be a ghost is the thing. Do you see what his hands and his whole look a while back? Yeah. And then he I came back that. and was fine. What if he's just been like a ghost this whole time? I didn't know if that was from there was that uh, he fell. And I didn't know if that was from that fall. And then. I don't know. I like my doctor brain immediately was like, hmm, perhaps he's on a blood thinner. And we didn't know that. I, I don't know. <laughs> I just thought the best part was everyone had these horrible pictures of his purple hands. And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Everything's fine. It was weird not to just say that. Yeah. Like, well, I'm on a blood thinner and I fell. And so now I have some bruising. It, it was weird. Not, I mean, well, and I don't even know that that's true. I'm just, that was my doctor theory. Yeah. This is what doctors do for fun. Sure. We see things on tv and try to diagnose them <laughs> that's always fun well it was it was a moment of like oh wow we've been gaslit for four years when it was like oh joe biden sprained his ankle playing with his dog so he's gonna get checked out of the hospital i'm like they're telling us they're, they told us <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. and wasn't it weird when he didn't come on tv afterwards and say the doctors told me it was the most beautiful ankle they've ever seen. It's the it's the biggest and best ankle that we've ever had. It's going to be beautiful. It's a it's an ankle that's going to make America great again. And then he like awkwardly held it up in the air so everybody could cheer for his ankle. Yeah, I was really happy about that. And then looked directly into an eclipse. I I forgot about that. I saw a thread on Twitter of all the best moments, like best of of Trump's presidency, and it was just all the stupid stuff he'd done. And I forgot he looked directly into the eclipse. So uh-huh. somebody posted that clip of him putting, like, when he's supposed to be handing candy out to kids on Halloween, and the kid comes up in the big inflatable minion costume, and he just put a candy bar on the kid's head and laughs at him. And then Melania does the same. <laughs> Because they aren't, they have no humanity within them. They don't even know how to interact with a child. <laughs> I can't. Oh, it's not funny. And the, but it uh, is. Remember when he walked up the stairs of Air Force One with toilet paper on the bottom of his shoe? Did that really happen? Yeah. Oh my God. Or like when it was raining and he had the umbrella and he just left it open outside the door of the airplane. Just oh, I do remember that. I do remember that. Like, who does that? Uh, man, I still can't get over that we let for four years. When he finishes, that it was reported that when he finishes with like a document or something that he's reading or like whatever, mm-hmm. he tears it and throws it on the floor. And like, there was just there were people whose job it was at the White House to like run around with scotch tape and reassemble the doc because you're supposed to save everything. Right for like historical record and he would just like rip things and throw them on the ground who does that why did why did they let him do that i don't i mean i I don't know i don't know like there's the question right for everything yeah yeah i just um uh, (laughs) i don't yeah i mean i don't know what the the next four years are gonna entail but Man, I did not think this day was going to (laughs) come. You know, another wild and crazy thing uh, Trump tried to do while he was in office. Hmm. 
was ban a social media app. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's, that's true. true. Hey, this is good. This yeah, is good. Thank you. He tried to ban TikTok. He sure did. Don't, and, oh, just, no, go I ahead. I to say, don't you love the irony that instead TikTok banned him? <laughs> yes. Precisely. Every, everything did, right? Everything did. Did everything? Pinterest, Pinterest banned him. Spotify. You cannot make collections of low resolution jpegs of your favorite <laughs> salads anymore <laughs> and you do you think they took down all his boards with like things i love about fall with pictures of like scarves and pumpkins I, and leaves i hope those are archived for historical purposes <laughs> i assume he made those too right, right. yes um no uh tiktok said no thanks you cannot ban, ban us mm -hmm. because we are, are still actually in the united states yeah <laughs> um uh but yeah he did he did try to ban tiktok several times and said he was going to several times and like put weird countdowns on it said like okay 30 days that's it so then of course all the tiktok teams were like oh my gosh this is it only tiktok for 20 more days and then it just never never <laughs> happened it's always been there i didn't i never used tiktok enough to like to have, I knew when those things were happening, mm -hmm. and then I would look and be like, "Has it been thirty days?" And then like look at my TikTok and go, "Well, it's still there." Mm -hmm. So uh, I wonder what happened with that. that. <laughs> I don't know. I still have TikTok. I still barely understand it, but I have I, it. I, my, I think it was really good for TikTok, honestly, because I know a lot of people that downloaded it thinking like, "Well, I, I better get it before the app isn't available anymore." So mm -hmm. probably helped their numbers. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was it was it in specific retaliation for all the TikTok teens who bought tickets to his rally, yes, and then didn't show and made him look like a loser. He says no. He says it's because the app uh, is was created in China, and they were going to get our information somehow mm -hmm. through this app. Mm -hmm. And like, if you have any understanding of TikTok at all, the kind of stuff people are posting on there, it is not any like important. A national security secret <laughs> that any other country would want to get their hands on. No one anywhere would want this information. It's just a bunch of kids dancing. It, That's it. You can you can see uh, people dancing, and then I guess if what they really want to know about us is how little we understand baking, that we tend to try to make a lot of things in mugs mm -hmm. and then call them revolutionary. Yeah. yeah. And we put a lot of weird foods together. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I guess you it. could learn that a lot of people don't like to wear masks and a lot of other people like to film people not wearing masks. That is something that I see frequently on TikTok. Yeah, that is something you could learn um, from TikTok. Also, Claudia Conway's on there and very popular. Yes. So maybe that was part of it. I don't know. That situation is getting bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do feel bad for, for Claudia Conway. I do, too. But she yeah. is very good at TikTok oh, yeah. when she's making like not sad. Yeah, it, it's a it's a it's a messed up silver lining. But I'm I'm glad that she has some form of technology that's allowing her to present her situation. Yeah, mm -hmm. and hopefully get help. Yeah, um, but yes, it, the TikTok teens are so powerful. They bought millions of tickets online. Well, not bought, like saved for free. Millions of tickets online to one of Trump's rallies, mm -hmm. and then didn't show up. Made him look like a big dummy. Because he thought he was going to have all these people there. <laughs> they punked him. <laughs> they punked him. 
<laughs> he, they made it so easy, though. All you had to do was go online and put in like a phone number, and then you have a ticket for free. Obviously, people were going to do that, right? It's, and that is not like that was something that I felt like every Trump rally. It would go around on my like email chains that I'm on for like the different charities and stuff. Like, oh, we should all do this, but it never really amounted to much. But man, then the the TikTok teens got it, and they're like, nah, nah, this is how it's done. Yeah. yeah. So, um. For those of you that may not have TikTok, it is a social media app um, made for up to 60 second short videos. Um, that's it. That's like the whole platform is just videos. It's kind of like Vine, if you ever had Vine, except more long form videos instead of the six second maximum like on Vine. Um, it's been around for several years, but it became very popular right around the beginning of quarantine and a little bit before um, over a year ago. Just because I think so many people were inside all the time, it was like, well, I'm running out of things to do. Might as well check out what TikTok is. Now, I have uh, my TikTok, and I've never made one. I just look at them. Because, can I, I will confess to you both why I haven't made one. Well, one, I'm not really sure what to do. Okay. Um, Justin keeps telling me, like, I'll say something about, like, science or vaccines and he'll be like you should make that into a tiktok that's the kind of thing you could make into a tiktok mm-hmm. and like share that and that would be helpful to people and people that's what people do like and there are a lot of doctory sciencey people mm-hmm. out there doing that kind of thing but my worry is i don't really know how to actually like logistically make it mm-hmm. and i'm afraid that i'll like once you record it, is it just there? Like, can you stop it? Do you get, is there a send button? I don't know how that happens. And I was afraid that like, I would record something and it'd be like a first draft. And then I'd be like, oh, I don't like that, but it's too late. Like, then it's there. Sit, and sit. I assume you can delete it, but then you're, then it's like, why did, well, why did she delete that? What's she hiding? And it's like, what do I just say? Oh, it was my first take and I didn't know that it would be published right away. Have you ever used any social media ever? Twitter. Okay, and when you tweet something, does it tweet as soon as you finish typing? No, but... You have to hit the post button. <laughs> you, have, you have to hit the post button. So can you make a video and, like, watch it a couple times and make sure that it, it's what you want and then send it? Yeah. Did you... Okay. Did you attempt to do one and you were confused? Or are you just completely, without even attempting it, like, it might be hard, though. What if there isn't a button? Well, what if it just goes? Well, that was my not that it would be hard, but that like, what if I I do it and then it goes out there and it's like one where I like accidentally like I mess it up and I say a curse or something and then like then that's out there. Now curses are allowed on TikTok. Well, but I don't. That's not you know. Now see, there's a I plus. What? There's what? a plus button at the bottom of TikTok and it brings up your camera, and then you can press the start recording button. Uh huh. And then when you start recording, you can also stop recording. Now you're recording me. But then you can, like, move and record something else. Mm-hmm. And you can stop it. But then you can move and record something else. And you can stop it. And then there's a check button. And then you get to see it again. But then you can hit next. And then you get to make a caption. Oh. And then you can post it. There's, like, three steps in between recording and being posted. <laughs> I, I, doesn't, I mean, your your husband has made TikToks. I don't... He has made many TikToks. Yeah, okay. I And I realized that I could have just asked him this. Um, and it wasn't like a reluctance to do so. I, I will fully admit that I have not prioritized this very highly. Um, That's fair. Because uh, the only time we really get to just like talk about whatever we want to is after the kids are asleep at night. 
And so like I try to really optimize that time and I guess TikTok, how to make a what TikTok if, just didn't cut, float to the top. What if your your bonding time after the kids are asleep is you make TikToks together? Yeah. Well, we could do that. That's lovely. That's what so many TikTok couples do. Do they? All day, every day. Are there TikTok couples? Yes. Oh my gosh, oh, yes. Because that's the thing that I... I understand like how people make money on YouTube. I understand that they're YouTube celebrities. Mm -hmm. There are ads and stuff that clearly pay them. How do people become famous with these little baby videos? And there are no ads. I don't understand. Uh, so from what I understand, at first you could not make any money off of TikTok. Unless like there were some companies that would do sponsored posts. So like hire someone famous on TikTok to make a TikTok about their product or including their product or whatever um, and pay them for that. But directly through the app, you couldn't get any money. I don't understand how people get so famous. Like I, I really don't. I don't know how the algorithm works that decides like what gets put on your for you page, which is like the you know opening page that shows you all the popular videos. I don't know how they decide what gets put on that. Um, that's a whole, you know, algorithm going I think, on there like hank green could explain that hank green definitely could yeah. explain that i think he has done that like i think he, sure has he has actually. not just become really popular on tiktok but also like talked about how that yeah. i think he which is really ask funny. hank green don't okay. ask us <laughs> hank green <laughs> um no but he uh i think it's really funny he started as a youtuber making educational videos about mm -hmm. science and stuff and that's how i knew what who he was was through youtube from a long time ago and now all the younger gen z gen zers just know him as the guy from tiktok which is very funny to me um but he makes a lot of science tiktoks you know i uh, uh justin showed me one as an example of what i could do yeah. if i wanted to do science tiktoks i have yeah. to figure out how they put words on the screen that's just after the fact you can hit add text because sometimes they'll point and a word will appear up there yeah yeah i think it's all just it's literally all right there in the app said yeah okay <laughs> it's in the step that's in between the filming it and the posting it there's a step where you can edit it and there's a button that says text just, and you uh -huh. click it and you type i'm having a hard time <laughs> wrapping my head around that you did not interact with it at all to try to figure out how easy it was you just theorized it's hard <laughs> mm -hmm. i just got scared of it i didn't want to it's scary to put you have to be so careful what you put out into the world, mm -hmm. you know, and but now it's just scary. I don't know. I, like, I understand how to tweet and I understand how to Facebook, although nobody's on Facebook no. anymore. So that doesn't really matter. That's just so I can, like, send things that have to do with astrology that I think mom will like to mom. That's the main function of Facebook That's for me fair. is like, look at this, mom. It's like old houses as zodiac signs and mom's like i love that that's like the main but so you <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the main function of facebook for me now <laughs> um but now there is a creator fund on tiktok that if you make if you post a video and it gets x amount of views for every thousand ten thousand views also something hank green has explained before you get this many dollars ah so now the people like um for example charlie d'amelio or addison ray Mm -hmm. The two most popular currently TikTokers, both teenage girls, both younger than me, and they make so much money. They make like thirty-five to forty thousand dollars every time they post a video, mm -hmm. and they both post like four or five videos a day. Because I mean, they're only sixty seconds. It doesn't take like a lot of time to set up and film a video. 
Sure. Most of the time they're doing a 60 second dance. So they learn the dance, they film it, they post a minute of it and they make (laughs) $40,000. But TikTok created this creator (laughs) fund um, once they started making so much money with the app and the app started becoming popular Uh so that I think from what I understand, the most popular creators would stay on the app and make money from that and not transition to something like YouTube and take their audience with them there where they can make money there. Um, So, yeah. Wow. I, I, I'm still kind of digesting $40,000 for a 60-second video I mean, of you doing a dance that she, someone else made up. Charlie... Certainly to a song that you didn't write. Certainly, yes. A dance that someone else made up to a song that you didn't write. She has 106.5 million followers. She's like 16. Is she the world's best dancer? Because that would no, be the other thing you could no. bring to that. I mean, no? she's a good dancer. Like It's not just like she started dancing on TikTok. She was dancing before mm-hmm. that and can actually dance. But if you see a TikTok dance, it's not necessarily something that requires, like, training. It's lots of, like, arm movements. (laughs) Like, lots of, like, upper body, upper body movements um, that get shared amongst all the TikTok dances that you just kind of put in different orders to the different songs. Is it flossing? Because I know that one. No. Okay. I mean, you could floss on TikTok, and I think a video of you flossing just silently looking at the camera would actually do very well on TikTok. I mean, but it's, it's, it's sort of a momentum game. Yeah, like you, those people that kind of got early notice, then they get pushed up in the algorithm more, and then they get more people to see them, and then that just kind of snowballs mm-hmm. into $30,000 yeah. a yeah. video. Wow. Right. And I mean, it's kind of weird. Wow. Because you'll look at someone like Charlie, who I'll just use as an example because she is the most popular TikToker, um, who has 106 million followers on TikTok. But if you look at like Twitter or Instagram, that does not necessarily carry over to 106 million followers on Twitter and Instagram. Hmm. So I think followers you get on TikTok, lots of people that have hundreds or millions of followers on TikTok do not carry that over to other social media. It is very specific to like, it's not like a YouTuber where you follow them and you subscribe to them because you like them. So you follow them on Instagram and Twitter because like you like watching their life or like you enjoy mm-hmm. their brand or whatever they do. TikTok, I think, is more so like very specific. I follow this person on TikTok because they post these short dance videos that are super trendy or whatever. That's true. I can I can vouch for like, well, although part of who I follow on TikTok is that Charlie figured out how to follow people on TikTok. <laughs> sure. And just, like, got in my phone and yeah. added some stuff in there. So anytime, like, somebody doing makeup comes on, I'm like, Charlie. <laughs> she, boop. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> They've liked a lot of stuff. Um, I want to I wanna get into some of the TikToks in particular that we each like, dislike, engage with, whatever, and the ones I have questions about. Yes. But, but before we do that. Let's check the group message. I want to talk to you all today. I just want to talk to you all today. Okay. No, I want to talk to you all about my hair today. <laughs> um, so we need to to real talk. We need to just sit down for a second. Just real talk. Turn the mics off. Oh. No one's listening. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. If, if you don't love your hair, you need to leave the hair care products that you were using back in 2020. Leave them back there in that year. That year we never talk about again. We never speak of it. We never speak of it again. If you don't love your hair, you need to try Function of Beauty because it is dedicated to being the world leader in customizable beauty, offering precise formulations for your hair's specific needs. 
and it's very fun because when you go on function of beauty you just take a little quiz and i love taking little online quizzes and it asks you questions about your hair length your hair type maybe your goals for your hair like i know for me i took the quiz you know i have short hair it's kind of thin um, I want volume or I want shiny hair or heat protection or color protection, all those kinds of things you pick that you want. And then you get to choose a color and a fragrance. So you get to choose what you want it to smell like. All the smells are very delightful. Um, I, mine smells like lavender and mm. it's purple. Um, and every ingredient in every function of beauty product is vegan and cruelty free and they never use sulfates or parabens. And you can also go completely silicone free. So you feel good about what you're using and it makes your hair look good. Um, so never buy off the shelf just to be disappointed ever again. All you have to do is go to functionofbeauty.com slash buffering to take your quiz and save 20% on your first order. And that applies to their full range of customized hair, skin, and body products. So go to functionofbeauty.com slash buffering to let them know you heard about it from our show and get 20% off your order. That's functionofbeauty.com slash buffering. I want to talk about Beta Brand Dress Pant Yoga Pants. Whoa. Okay. Uh, that's right. I've talked about them before. I'm going to talk about them again because I know a lot of people are still working from home. Uh, but you on those Zoom calls, you got to dress up. You got to look professional. You, you know, you got to look like you're ready to get down to business. I've started going back. Uh, a little bit in person more to work less mm -hmm. less telehealth more in person health now that i am um vaccinated and immune fully and uh so i i want to be comfortable you want to be comfortable at your home you want to be comfortable at your work but you got to look good you got to look like you know what you're doing and beta brand does that with their dress pant yoga pants that are made of wrinkle resistant stretch knit fabric they feel like you're wearing yoga pants like your favorite workout pants but they're mm -hmm. not they're dress pants. They look like nobody would ever know how comfortable. It's your little secret. You're walking around in complete comfort, and uh, nobody has to know. And uh, that's the kind of expertise that Beta Brand brings to all their all their workwear. It's functional. It's comfortable, and it looks great. And I've been a fan of Beta Brand dress pant yoga pants for a long time. They're always my go-to work pants, and I would highly recommend them. So right now, our listeners can get 25% off their first order. When you go to betabrand.com slash buffering, that's 25% off your first order for a limited time at betabrand.com slash buffering. Find out why people are ditching typical work pants for beta brand's dress pant yoga pants by going to betabrand.com slash buffering for 25% off. All right. We, uh, we also have a Jumbotron this week. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, this is yay. It's from a uh, from I, I friend of the friend of the show, uh, Joe Whitaker, uh, for his wife mm -hmm. Sarah Whitaker, and it says, "Happy birthday to my awesome COVID fighting and now vaccinated wife." You spent this year being a Yay. hero. Yes, good job on that. Uh, you spent this year being a hero to a bunch of people in the emergency department, but you were a hero to me first. I love you and I'm proud of you Aww. every day. Aww. Happy birthday. Oh, happy, happy birthday. birthday. That's fantastic. How delightful. Happy birthday, Sarah. Well, have a wonderful birthday. Yeah, what a sweet message. So uh, I want to talk ab about the kind of TikToks that I feel like we might all interact with different, like TikToks might be different. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and I mean, your TikTok, if you hear someone say like, I'm on true crime TikTok, I'm on theater kid TikTok. This means that you've been on TikTok so much they have like des like created your feed 
to uh-huh. be very specific to the things you like and the videos you watch many times and the videos <laughs> you skip past and things like that. So now I have used TikTok so much. My For You page is very specifically curated to my tastes. I This makes me wonder about me <laughs> uh, because <laughs> I, I get a lot of uh, TikToks that are people getting thrown out of grocery stores for not wearing masks. That sounds right. And I don't know that fits with your brand. I, yeah, I don't I was I was going to say I don't know what that says about me, but I feel bad maybe about it. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm glad that people are being removed from grocery stores for not wearing masks, but also what is wrong with me that I like to watch it? <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, uh, I need to know is the one of us that didn't have TikTok until this this episode and for this episode. Yes. What is your what is your for you page like? What is your experience? What are you seeing? Well, I guess because I kind of understood how it worked, I recognized that I had the opportunity to cultivate the TikTok that I desired. Okay. So I believe the first term that I searched was bird. Uh, sure. Bird uh-huh. TikTok is good. There are just a lot of good birds doing bird stuff, taking baths, saying naughty words. Bird TikTok is solid. Then my <laughs> next word was raccoon. Uh Okay. Uh-huh. Raccoon TikTok, also real good. <laughs> a lot of friendly raccoons, okay. a lot of good raccoon stories. Uh, from there, uh, well, I, I went to cat, you know, pretty obvious. Uh, it basically, mm-hmm. it's, oh, it's all animals. It's all animals. And then <laughs> I I did look at uh, bartending TikTok because I figured I should know what that is. And I, mm. I didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. like that. Um, no, no, that was not. That was, that was a... It seems like it's kind of all of the worst kind of bartenders. A dark mirror of bartending reflected back at me. (laughs) Just like (laughs) dudes throwing bottles around and like telling stories about how they helped some guy get laid at his bar. Like it that Uh. there's like a lot of yeah. So then I went back to the animals. So th- I think that's it. I-, I I looked at like cosplay too, and that was that was nice mm-hmm. too. A lot of people like dressed in cosplay, doing duets that don't really make sense with the characters, but that's fine. They seem to be really enjoying themselves, so that makes me happy. Yeah, I I really enjoy. I I like like food TikTok, mm-hmm. but I like when people are making something and telling me what it is. Mm-hmm. What is the thing, and I've noticed this with like food, and it sounds like maybe similar with drinks, Tay, and also with makeup, I've seen this, where you're doing something, but you're just telling some completely unrelated story. Yeah. What is Um, that? So sometimes people will have accounts where they will take like what they think is like an interesting or like uh, a a cliffhanger type story that like you could split up into two videos. Right. um, That they find on Reddit or twitter or someone sends them most of the time it's not theirs and they record the voiceover of them telling the story and then they film themselves doing whatever it is they do sometimes it's making food or doing makeup um making coffee mm-hmm. um and yeah, that's just I've seen that that's just honestly because you from what i would guess people keep watching because they start telling this story that's like you will not believe what happens in this story and you have to go then watch the second part because it always breaks up into two parts and you always have to go to their account and find the second video. I never do that. I always do. Ah. I have to know how it is. <laughs> um, but also, like, then when people are watching this or listening to this story, they're also, like, watching what you're doing 
So if it's someone who's doing really cool makeup, I might I might start watching for the story and go to their second video for the story. But then once they've gotten me to go to their page and seek out the second video, then I'm on their page and I'm scrolling through all their videos mm. and then I'm looking at all their other stuff. And now I'm following them. I guess that makes sense. Because my initial inclination was like, I don't know anything about makeup. And so you could be telling me mm-hmm. what that is you just did or what, mm-hmm. it, what are you putting on your face? Like, why are you spraying your face? When does that happen in makeup? Mm-hmm. I don't understand these things. You could tell me this, but you're not. You're talking about something else. And then I just swipe up and I'm done. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, mm. you might not be their target demographic. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I, I would agree with that, though, because I've seen those kind of videos on, like, YouTube, too, where someone will do yeah. their makeup, but then tell you, like, a true crime story. And I'm like, I mm-hmm. just like, I like both of these things. I don't know if I like them together. And it's maybe just my brain's not capable of, like, following two <laughs> unrelated yeah. things happening. Like, I'm hearing this, and I'm seeing this, and I don't like it. Uh, I I will say that um, some of the some of the food things, coffee is one that you brought up. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone on TikTok is putting too much stuff in their coffee. Let people make their coffee how they want to make their coffee. <laughs> I'm always watching and thinking about how sweet it would be. That is usually my reaction to most of the stuff I'm watching, whether it be coffee or food, a baked good or a cocktail. Taylor, I have seen people make cocktails that they roll the rim of the glass in like canned frosting. And all I can think is like, Listen, people, this is a lot of sugar. This is too sweet. And you've got to balance that sweet with something else. And none of these things I'm seeing are properly balanced. You need something spicy, something savory, something salty. Why is it just sweet? Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't I don't like to judge how other people like to drink. I think as long as you're it makes you happy, that's fine. You know, but I will say there was was a a higher proportion of very sweet, very uh, not for me looking cocktails on there. Um. But uh, yes, yeah, I guess I don't know. But then I, I also know it's for younger people. So I feel like college, well, like college kids, that's probably like there was there was a guy that just made a lot of stuff with White Claw. And I'm like, yeah, I get this. This is not for me, but this is for somebody. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is like the average age of the person watching these uh, like drink videos, food videos is probably too young to be drinking, <laughs> but also probably like uh a teenager that's not going to really bake anything they're seeing, but it's just like, oh man, doesn't that look so good? See, I, but for me at my age, that falls into the realm of like stunt eating and stunt drinking and that kind of thing where it's like, if I drink something with that much sugar in it and alcohol, I am going to get sick because I'm too old for that combo. So I can't go there anymore. Why I think you both respectively would be very good at TikTok. Sydney, I would. I think you'll become so popular. This is basically what Hank, <laughs> this is basically what Hank Green does, but a little bit different. I think if you just reacted to these videos, because you can like do at someone's video, right? Like I have seen that their videos yes. going on on the right, and then you're making your own video on the left, reacting uh-huh. to whatever they're doing or doing something with them, whatever. If you just reacted to these videos as like an adult on TikTok, like what are you doing? Why are you adding this much sugar? This wouldn't even taste good with that. What it, you're not even putting anything in to balance it out. People go crazy. Taylor, if you made actual drinks on TikTok that people were like, oh, you don't need to put White Claw in everything. <laughs> or like, oh, you don't need to add gummy sour candy to everything to make it taste good. <laughs> you know, but the thing is, I, I can only imagine that people are doing that. It's just not what floats to the top of the algorithm, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, 
that that was that, I was bummed to not see that up there, but I was like, well, this must be what the people want. I don't. I, I'm assuming, or at least what the the robot thinks people want. What the teens want. Yeah. How does the how does the robot know my politics so well? Because one thing that shocked me your is the robot knew to show me like very like left leaning stuff mm-hmm. pretty early. Like the robot figured that out. And then like occasionally something would come up like those duets you talked about where it would be somebody like defending trump and i would immediately think like robot you don't know me but it's because it was a duet and it was the person reacting Mm -hmm. that it was their video to the person defending trump and like making faces and comments and stuff yeah but like the robot instantly knew how liberal i was how how did that happen your vibes (laughs) is that what it like it i i I have never seen anything on there that was like maga never I found, and this leads me into a very important uh, part of TikTok that I don't know if you all will be aware of. If I asked you all what the hype house was, would you know what that what that is? I think I kind of know. Mm-hmm. Is it a, is it an actual house where a bunch of TikTokers mm-hmm. live? Mm-hmm. I, yes. I only know that because they had parties. Yes, uh, around New Year's, I believe, or mm-hmm. Christmas, around the holidays, they had parties, and I saw the videos of their like crammed with people. I yeah. assume all giving each other coronavirus. Um, and I, yes, sure. I, I was very angry. I was very angry about that. That's the only reason I know about their yeah. existence. So it's like how Jake Paul on YouTube tried to make a house of YouTubers that all would like make videos together mm-hmm. and uh, you know promote each other and make each other popular. That's what the Hype House was, except for TikTokers. So I don't know why they call it the Hype House. I don't think it's that great of a name, but it was just a bunch of TikTokers (laughs) in L.A. living in this giant fancy mansion, having illegal COVID parties, a lot of them getting, like, you know, charged with with breaking ordinances and fined and stuff, which is very delightful. Um, But they, as a result, lots of people have made, like, versions of this that aren't actual houses, but accounts that are called, like, I, I don't know that there is one that's like the theater kid hype house. It's just a bunch of like popular quote unquote theater kid TikTokers that mm. all share an account that all make videos on the same account to like oh. get each other views. Um, but I accidentally at one point stumbled across the Republican hype house. Oh no. That's a bunch of kids around my age and a little bit younger that are all conservative that make TikToks. And I just like was constantly scrolling for hours i could not stop watching even though it was making me so angry oh no i couldn't Um, i can't do that but there are also ones like there was one that was like gen z for for biden stuff like that um that are basically collaborative accounts with lots of people posting to get lots of views um so yeah i i don't know how the robot knows your politics Mm -hmm. but i've had the same experience because i've accidentally stumbled across the conservative side of tiktok too many times um that has sounds, not shown me any of that. That sounds... First of all, they stole the house thing from drag, didn't they? I'm sure they did. Yeah. I was going to say that. One. Two. Uh, that sounds like the worst house. Mm-hmm. The worst... The worst... I can't even... They all went on a, they all went on a trip to the Bahamas. Of course they like, did. Like two weeks ago. Oh. The privilege. The, they're just dripping. Yeah. They're just yeah. oozing. Just... Ugh. Ugh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. The the other the other TikTok I will say I get a lot of well one I intentionally followed um, Kylie Brakeman on TikTok and her TikToks are hilarious and mm-hmm. like uh, 
uh, Sarah Cooper mm-hmm. is funny. Mm. Uh, those are hilarious. Like I, I intentionally followed a couple people whose videos, whose TikToks had um, migrated to Twitter mm-hmm. via other yeah. people sharing them. Yeah. And that's how I found them. So Twitter helped me find some people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the shoe thing. I love the thing where someone's dressed one way and then they throw a shoe yeah. at the camera yep. and are dressed a different way. Uh, it started with a lot of like indigenous TikTok, mm-hmm. like a lot of traditional dress. That's where I started that, like to find those. And then I realized that other people did it for mm-hmm. other ways of dressing or outfits or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I really love that. Yeah. The uh, transitions that people do on TikTok and utilize like the ability to like time when your video is going to stop with the music and mm-hmm. start it and stop it and stuff like that. Um, it is, it baffles me. Like there's a trend that I keep seeing currently where you like are sitting on the ground and you kind of flip your hair around in front of you. And then when you flip your hair back, then you're in a different outfit and like wearing makeup and yes, stuff. Yes, I've seen that. Um, or ones where like you kind of kick your leg across the camera and you're wearing something different. Um, I, I don't, I don't understand how people do it. It's very intimidating to me. Some people do wild things with it and make it look mm-hmm. like they're like pushing their head away and then pulling it up. And I, I don't understand how it works, but it is, it is very fascinating. No, I, I love, I like that. Yeah. Too. Like seeing the creative trends where that catch mm-hmm. on yeah. and everybody's interpretation of it, I think is, is really neat. Like, just like, I don't know, like this morning there was like a waterfall filter thing trend going on where everybody was just, making these pleasant sort of blurry magical images and i'm like this is nice (laughs) this is a pleasant corner of tiktok yeah i like that and i like the the oh no ones i do i love the i love the oh no ones and the girls love the oh no ones every once in a while if you're walking around this house you'll just hear a tiny voice going oh no Oh no! Oh no! 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 no. <laughs> they do. They they do that when they like spill something or drop something. Now <laughs> they'll like act out a TikTok. You know. See, this is <laughs> uh, this good. is what scares me. Is I that's like their whole growing up like social media. Like mm. they will grow up knowing TikTok and recreating TikToks, and that is a whole like subset of of I guess Gen Z. I don't know. They're they're very young, but I don't know if we're in the same generation or not. That just know. baffles me it, because I still feel like I don't know what I'm doing, and they are you know six and two years old, and they know what they're doing. It is kind of when you think about it, like you know how our generation was sort of the meme generation. You share a doofy image over and over again, mm-hmm. but with TikTok you kind of become the meme. Like the mm-hmm. meme is the idea yeah. and the content is actually different. But yeah, so you, you can actually act out a meme in, in real life. You're participating. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a viral transition of ideas. Ooh. Ooh. It is, I mean, it's fun. Like mm-hmm. I like, I would honestly, this is going to make me sound so old. The only reason I'm, I'm not on TikTok more, like looking at it more, is that, if I am like trying to get the kids to bed or if I am just playing with them and like they're they're playing together for like a blessed moment where I'm not having to coordinate the play and I'm just sitting there. If I turn on TikTok, they hear it right away. Like I have to, <laughs> you know, and they'll come running over and be like, are you on TikTok? Where else? Whereas like I can look at like Twitter or Facebook silently. That's the only issue I have is yeah. that unless I have my phone like muted as soon as I pull it out, the app up there's noise happening and so yeah if i'm with either of them and any noise starts coming out of my phone at all they're both like are you watching tiktoks 
Yes. You have a TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> I did. One of the random suggested things for me last night was cleaning TikTok. Ooh. Ooh. Where people just go into like a dirty bathroom and clean it. Uh-huh. And that was... I. I did not know that was going to be as good for me as it was, but mm-hmm. that was that was nice. Yeah, yeah the cleaning thing. I made it clean. <laughs> the cleaning and organizing TikToks are so satisfying. Organizing TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the other TikToks I was surprised I love are when people start doing stuff with epoxy and resin. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, no, yeah. I'm going to, this is going to take me forever and I'm just pouring stuff and you don't know what I'm doing. And then like, I'm going to like, whatever, scrape away at it with grind away at it for so long. And the whole time you're going to be like, what is this? And then at the end, you're like, wow, <laughs> that's how that's made. Those, those get me. Yeah. Those are good. Those and puff pastry TikToks. <laughs> puff pastry TikTok is good. I do stuff with puff pastry. Okay. It seems like a really, like, <laughs> I thought, I didn't know what to expect because I hadn't been on it. I only saw what kind of trickles over on other people's pages or mm-hmm. Twitter or whatever. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, it kind of seems like it's a it is what you make it experience. Like mm-hmm. depending on what kind of media you interact with, that's what your TikTok is. But ultimately, it, it's something that I mean, it makes careers. I'm never against that. If you can make money off of something creative, that's great. And it also drives creativity and like mm-hmm. not just creativity, but like communal creativity which i think is really cool yeah for sure it'll be interesting to see what tiktok thinks i like once like the pandemic eventually someday is over and we don't have to wear masks all the time mm-hmm. and there aren't videos of people getting thrown out of stores for not wearing masks your for you page is just going to be blank it's yeah. just going to be a screen that says we don't know we don't know we're sorry <laughs> all we know is you don't like donald trump yes. that's the one thing we know for sure about you somehow <laughs> is you don't like donald trump founder of the patriot party <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Anyways, oh. um, Sydney. Well, you can always fill in the blank with some birds. I'm just saying. There you That's go. True. I need to get on bird TikTok. I'm gonna try to make a TikTok. Oh boy. Um, Sydney, what's next? Uh, next, I if you all will indulge me, there is a book. I don't know how many people would be familiar with this. It is a book called Wheatsy Bat by Francesca Leah Block. It it is from 1989, but I discovered it in my teen years. So a little bit past that. And it became very important to me for, I still can't really articulate why this book meant so much to me. I've read it dozens of times. It's a short little read. Um, It's beautiful. And I hope you two will enjoy it and talk to me about it next week. I'm very excited. Maybe help me figure out why I love it so much. We will do our best. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, thank you both. Thank you all for indulging in TikTok with me. No, oh, I enjoyed it. All right. All right. Yes, absolutely. Oh, good. Good, good. Uh, and thank you, listeners. And we are going to go so that we can all go watch Joe Biden become president. Yes. So, yeah. Good luck, everyone. Today we will <laughs> celebrate. Tomorrow we'll get back to work. Good luck. <laughs> well, we've still got like 15 minutes or sure. something. Sure. Yes. No, yeah, that's a valid feeling. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, thank you, listeners. Uh, You can tweet at us at StillBuff. You can email us at StillBuffering at MaximumFun.org. And you should go to MaximumFun.org and listen to podcasts. There are many. You'd love them. And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Your Mind. This has been your cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am Still Buffering. And, and I, I am, am. <laughs>
Maybe our worst one yet. Welcome back to Fireside Chat on KMAX. With me in studio to take your calls is the dopest duo on the West Coast, Oliver Wong and Morgan Rhodes. Go ahead, caller. Hey, uh, I'm looking for a music podcast that's insightful and thoughtful, but like also helps me discover artists and albums that I've never heard of. Yeah, man. Sounds like you need to listen to Heat Rocks every week. Myself and I'm Morgan Rhodes and my co-host here, Oliver Wong, talk to influential guests about a canonical album that has changed their lives. Guests like Moby, Open Mike Eagle, talk about albums by Prince, Joni Mitchell, and so much more. Yo, what's that show called again? Heat Rocks, deep dives into hot records. Every Thursday on Maximum Fun. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.